Hey everybody, welcome back. Happy Skews Day to you. Today is February 1st, 2022. I'm Trey Crowder and that's Mark Agee. What's up, Mark? What's up, Trey? How you doing today, bud? All right. Are you, uh, I spent the day thinking about geography, specifically, specifically how the, the Super Bowl is going to be here in two weeks and uh, that's probably going to fuck our lives up. But yeah. also, uh, truckers in Canada... Have you been following the Canadian trucker caravan? Just a little bit. I know it seems like truckers in Canada are maybe more like uh, truckers in America than than I realized, or at least these truckers are. Look, listen, hashtag not all truckers, I'm aware. My grandpa was a trucker. But these truckers, yeah, they seem to be on some shit. Yeah, I mean, uh, my dad was a a (laughs) long-haul trucker, and their their culture... Seems to mostly revolve around amphetamines and yeah. knowing every interstate in the country. But yeah. the uh, uh, don't forget so, whores. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, lot lizards, man. Lot lizards. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. Uh, Go ahead, Mark. Having, having different families in four different towns. That's one. That's part of the culture too. Uh, <laughs> so, but Canadian trucker. First of all, you see, not all truckers. The Canadian trucker caravan is overwhelmingly not truckers. So I want to yeah. say that off the top. So what happened was this trucker trucker alliance or whatever was uh, sort of protesting the vaccine mandates to start with. They eventually pulled out of this because this got fucking insane because a bunch of people that weren't them took up their cause. Now, any sort of union or, or, or trade alliance is going to resist government mandates for fairly obvious reasons that I'm not totally unsympathetic to trying to protect your workforce. Like if you're going to collectively bargain something, give us something for it, then we'll do it. Right. Yeah. But like 90% of Canadian cross border truckers, that's who mostly we're talking about here are vaccinated. So we're talking about like the 10% holdouts. And so they decided to organize this protest where a bunch of truckers are going to drive to Ottawa, the nation's capital. But then like a bunch of other people decided they were going to do it and join the truckers. So like, a bunch of people and like the, the original estimates from the people in the protest said that a hundred thousand truckers were coming to Iowa in like a long caravan. Ottawa. Yeah. Ottawa. Yeah. Um, so here, here's the thing. I don't have you did a little bit of rough back of the envelope math. A hundred thousand truck caravan. If you're following at a safe distance would last for a couple thousand miles, perhaps <laughs> this was not going to be, that that's ridiculous. There's not you'll be able to right. see that from space. Right? Yeah. So that didn't happen. This is mostly a couple hundred truck drivers and then a bunch of random uh, make MCGAs. How do you pronounce it? Macagas. Uh, oh right, Macagas. Like yeah. A bunch of make Canada great again people joining in to blast their horns and essentially occupy the city of Ottawa, which isn't very big. So they've been able to totally take it over, be complete assholes. They uh, were flying Nazi flags, Confederate flags, wearing there Trump hats for some reason. Yeah. And tell, tell the people about the sign you were telling me about. So I saw a sign when I had it said uh, 2022 is the new 1776 or something like that. And it's like you read that. Yeah. And it's like, that's but that's our that what is that what does 1776 have to do with y'all and it's like yeah. we're clearly e- exporting a certain type of uh dumbassery around the globe like we're the number one exporter uh-huh. of that type of dipshit i guess <laughs> like it's just we just send yeah. it everywhere apparently yeah i mean especially because like canada was invited to join us the canadian uh terror colonies were invited to uh uh you know, join us in the American revolution to cast off the queen. And they were like, no, thanks. We like the queen, the king at the time. And we're like, okay, cool. So like they, they had their choice to join in our, uh, our, our drunken whiskey revolt against the, uh, against King George. They decided not to. Now I guess they have fear of missing out 250, 250 years ago. Yeah. 
But so they they couldn't get into restaurants because they have vaccine requirements. So instead, they harassed a soup kitchen to feed them. They like surrounded the place and made this uh, uh, organization that normally feeds homeless people make them give them fucking food, which is evil and crass. They like they tore up a war memorial uh, uh, to some like Canadian medical uh, uh, um, military heroes. Name I can't remember. And also the tomb of the unknown soldier. They have one of those too. And uh, so the trucker organization immediately that had originally planned the protest was like, fuck these people. We're not into this anymore. So they, so they pulled out of the protest and, but they're still there. They're just hanging around in Ottawa and the police are saying nothing's going wrong because when you do, when you're a right wing protester, you can do whatever the fuck you want, apparently. So, uh, yeah, but the, the funny thing to come out of it, the Nazi Nazi pictures weren't all that hilarious, but um, a excuse viewer by the name of, uh, you want to try her name? It, it's it's so, her, right? On Twitter, she uh, tagged us on this picture on Twitter, Safi Jane, or S-A-P-H-I Jane on Twitter tagged us Yeah, this picture, which is <laughs> pretty great. Uh, that's a Canada yeah. first hat with a very uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on your perspective, <laughs> placed hoodie obscuring the top part if you're only listening to us it appears to say anal first so the guy's got his priorities in line yeah um, <laughs> the only way it could have hit this could hit harder is the hoodie somehow covered the r and first too so it just said anal fist anal that would have really been made a bit yeah. <laughs> so anyway i just want to say to our friends up north uh y'all are no longer smarter and nicer than us uh this pretty much ends that myth so yeah. here we go <laughs> all right well as always, producer Matt is with us. This is Weekly Skews. I want to remind you real quick, if you're vaccinated and want to see me live, you can go to wellregcomedy.com for tickets and whatnot. We'll be in Appleton, Wisconsin this here weekend. Hope to see y'all out there. Okay, on the show tonight, another week, another made-up and absurd conservative conspiracy theory. What is it this time? Well, apparently, liberals are turning kids into cats out here. Dogs, too. Letting them eat from, from bowls, poop in boxes, putting hooves on their hands. It's wild. You name it, they're tore up about it. Uh, also, the small-town Alabama police force with a revolutionary approach to generating revenue. Stealing mm-hmm. from people. All right, maybe it's not all that revolutionary, but either way, they're doing it. We're going to talk about it. All that and more on tonight's skews. First, as always, the Daily Dumbass. Matt, graphic, please. Tonight's DD is Bette Midler for insulting West Virginians, an action which prompted an immediate, concise, erudite, and appropriate response from the state's governor, Jim Justice, which you will see right here. They'd be here. They told every bad joke in the world about us. And so from that standpoint, baby dog tells Bette Midler and all those out there, kiss her hiney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're butthole heavy on this episode. We're yeah. Top- Top top loaded front loaded with butthole stuff here at the <laughs> this week. We didn't plan that, but what are you gonna do? <laughs> we we know our, we know our lane, but uh, so if, if you don't know what what Bette Midler did was after Joe Manchin refused to support the Build Back Better Act, she uh, called West Virginians quote poor, illiterate, and strung out. Which really only two of those are true, and you can pick which two depending on the day. <laughs> <laughs> right. But like it's like no, nah, I mean, we love you, West Virginia, which is why we're making fun of Matt Miller here. But uh, yeah. it, the, the Matt throw up this the still image is even better because the freeze the, the face like everything about this is really funny because you got you got a guy saying we're not 
dumb hillbillies. Right. Whereas we're here's getting, my dog's butthole. And this guy is smart, and he but he's wearing an ill he's wearing an ill fitting suit, presenting his dog's butthole, arguing we're not yeah. <laughs> weird hillbillies. Yeah. I love it so much. Well, yeah, dude, you know, so, you throw down with West Virginians, you're gonna see some dogs' buttholes. That's just part of the. That's all in the game. Yeah, no, I'm a. Yeah, I'm not with what Bette Midler did because of the way she went about. You know, Joe Manchin sucks, sure, and a lot yeah. of them do, but don't just call them all illiterate, strung out hillbillies or whatever. Again, they're, they, I'm sure they would tell you, it's like that's only like two thirds of us or something. Like a lot of us are cool, you know. That's yeah, how I no, I mean, like, like everybody I know from West Virginia would be like. That's not fair. I mean, I do got cousins. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But the uh, that guy, what's his, what's the governor's name? Jim Justice. Justice. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So like, we've talked about him before because he actually kind of hits for me because like he does he he went, there's these exasperated vaccine uh, 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 COVID updates where he just was continually shitting on people for not getting vaccinated. So he is a Republican. He's pro coal, and that sucks. But he's kind of funny sometimes. So I do that time. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, well, in keeping with the theme, see, the conservative politicians, they're really upping their um, speech game. They're just getting better at the at the podium, you know, as you saw with the dog's butthole here. Mm-hmm. And then also this new approach from uh, an Iowa state congressman, right? Yeah. yeah. When it comes to these gun-grabbing, freedom-hating, over-regulating, civil liberty-violating tyrants, here's my message. Thank you. <laughs> If you're listening, it was the classic double bird. They blurred it out. They blurred the birds, but he just flipped everybody off and then left. So going, going full WWE with it. Uh, yeah, this not there. like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his ex, he's ex Pac right there, right? So uh, the thing that kills me is like, all right. So there was a viral clip from Newsmax that chose not to use it because it was uh, otherwise boring. But Greg Kelly was going on a rant about how un-American it is for Pepsi to have Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. On the Super Bowl halftime show, because they, when they were tw- in their 20s, you know, 35 years ago, they said F the police. Now, this this guy's also saying fuck the government. And I just want conservatives to make a list over what types, what parts of the government we're supposed to, we're allowed to tell to fuck off and which ones we're not. Cause I'm getting yeah. very confused at this point. Uh, is this guy on Patriotic? I don't know. Here's what I do know about him he's a fucking dog murderer. Um, Somebody dug this up when he was running for uh, the state house. This guy told this story. So this guy was his neighbor, posted this story, sent this letter into the paper about he watched this guy hit a dog and not stop. So he chased him down. And when he got when the guy got home around the corner, he said, hey, did you know you hit a dog? And the guy basically was like, it's no big deal. He said, you should go back and talk to the young boy whose dog he killed. He told him to mind his own business and said, actually, I'm related to that kid. Don't worry about it. So I was like, wait, you killed your relative's fucking dog and didn't stop? That seems worse. Anyway, so the guy posted on Facebook about it, and then he went on uh, – he started sending the guy threatening messages telling him to take his Facebook post down, probably because he's planning to run for the house. Anyway, this guy's all-around asshole. Fuck him, but not because he flipped off the government. I don't care about that. Just don't, uh, don't be killing dogs. <laughs> a, lot of dog, a lot of dog stuff going on in this episode, too. Just And you just, like you said, that guy's an asshole. It's just dogs and assholes, man. That's what we, that's what we got tonight. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, that's a wild story. That uh, I know this is dark and fucked up, but it's just true. That happened to me when I was a kid, but with uh, our cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was our neighbor who was a drunken dipshit who I'm sure was hammered while driving. And I was standing in the yard, just standing right there. And he mm-hmm. just... 
he just fucking plowed it and just kept going never 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 looked back but that guy was a you know like i said drunken pillbilly maniac this guy probably also is that but he's a congressman so you know yeah you're splitting hairs um yeah. yeah let's uh what do we got next oh yes uh next honorable mention for daily dumbasses uh this guy's medical school for not ha- medical school for not having better stammering classes this is the uh this is DeSantis's surgeon general uh appointee or nominee or whatever nominee yes yeah, this is co- yeah. confirmation hearing his, his name is joseph Ladopo, i think is how you yeah. say it and uh, if he looks familiar to you, he was one of the group of frontline doctors who were the anti-vax group that was with, with MDs who Trump would bring up to get this, uh, to talk at the Capitol. So context of this clip is he was asked at, I guess, at a hearing uh, in the state Congress of Florida, are vaccines effective against in, in this pandemic? He rambles for 40, 40 seconds without answering it. And then this happens. <clears throat> that vaccines in fighting against a pandemic like COVID-19 are effective. You recognize? Yeah, thank you for your question, Senator. So again, I would, I would say that, that the, um, the question is a scientific one and it's one that is answered with data. So, um, so the, uh, the, the question ref- the question is informed by um, data on, you know, on s- specific outcomes and specific sp- specific therapies. So that's I, that's the uh, that's the scientific question. Mr. Chair, uh, just a couple more follow up. Just a yes or no. Do vaccines work in fighting against COVID nineteen? Yes or no? You recognize, Senator. Um, I just. I, I, as a scientist, you know, I, 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 I am compelled to answer the scientific question, and I'd be happy to answer any specific scientific question that you have uh, related to vaccines and COVID nineteen. Scientifically, do vaccines does the do the vaccines work <laughs> against preventing COVID nineteen? Yes or no? Okay. Recognized. Okay. Well, thank you again, Senator. So, uh, you know, it, it, yes or no questions are, are not All right, that, you kind of that, that you guys get in science. Um, so I will. He's not going to answer the fucking question. These people are fucking infuriating, man. Like, I know I, what he's trying to say. Too, like, like, if you have a specific question about the vaccines, I would love to answer that. And she's like, okay, well, I do. <laughs> Seems like it's among the most specific and simplistic questions one could ask you about these vaccines, in fact, which is, are they effective at fighting COVID-19 or not? And then it's just like, well, see, as a scientist, I can't, I would, I, I've see, got to, it's got to be more data driven than just, I can't just, and then he does that for a minute and a half and that's the whole deal. What he, what he wants to do is the typical anti-vax dance here to try to sound, not sound anti-vax. He wants to be like, well, for 14-year-olds who have no other comorbidities, it actually doesn't improve their odds of survival that much because they're most likely. To. He wants to get into that bullshit, but she's asking a broad question so he fucking can't. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like because the answer is in general, yes, everyone's better off with the vaccine. It's just like it, 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 that is what it is. And nothing's perfect. Uh, I know people have breakthrough cases. They're all fine now. Um, but, yeah, whatever. Fuck this guy. Fuck Ron DeSantis. Uh, I, 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 I hate I hate bullshit more than I hate liars for whatever reason. Yeah. And 
uh, yeah, fuck this guy for bullshitting. Yeah, for sure. All right, next up, we got uh, anybody who thought Don Jr. wouldn't be ready for a zombie apocalypse. That's right. He's prepping already. We'll see it right here. See what he's got going on. Guys, you've heard about the infamous chainsaw bayonet. It is real. No, I haven't. And we're going to put it nope. in. Right. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. If you're listening to the podcast version, that's a minute. It's a submachine gun. Uh, I don't know what to get. Uh, MP, MP15 or I don't know. It's a really, it's a small one. And he's got a bayonet in the front that is an electric chainsaw. Now, I want you to think of the things that could be used for that where it's actually useful. And I, I have been thinking all day and I haven't come up with one yet. So I guess you have a very small tree you need to shoot yes. down before getting at a very short shootout with a very small number of people that can be killed with a small caliber bullet. Right. Yeah. I was thinking like, you know, you're clearing some brush and mm -hmm. you get attacked by 50 or 60 wild hogs or whatever, which yeah, as you recall, it's something oh, that you would not worry about if you're done. Yeah, that would especially. You do not want to be fighting feral hogs with that little piece of shit. First of all, <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> want to your feral hogs. Period. And I don't. But no. I, I wouldn't take him against feral hogs, regardless of what he's packing. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, I don't know. He's just he's been wilding out lately. Not that that's all that weird, but he's just yeah. uh, he's just always going on there on the internet and just saying crazy shit. I don't know where he gets that from, but he seems like, <laughs> seems a little. Oh, a little cokey or something. Got a little, a uh, little bit of that going on. I don't know. I, I figured out what you'd use that weapon for. Okay, I got you, Trey. What you do is it's if you need to saw down a single bonsai tree before having a shootout with twenty miniature yakuza. There you go. That's what. It's for. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's see what else it, we get. Oh, it does look cool though, which I guess is the point. So anyway, yeah. Yeah, but Bruce Matt pointed out it didn't sound. I guess because it's an electric chainsaw, it doesn't. It yeah. ain't got like the whole Leatherface sound or the like mm -hmm. the Slim Shady sound that you want from a chainsaw. In my opinion, they need to do something about that. But anyway, yeah, uh, that would just be that would be my uh, <laughs> Yelp review on the chainsaw bayonet. Uh, mm -hmm. So his daddy had another rally um, in Texas. Went pretty good, unless you are the governor of Texas. In which case, it went like this. He did know how to turn it around, though. Yes, he turned he did. it around. So I was going to say, yeah. he figured out the key. He cracked the code to how to get this uh, this Trump rally crowd behind him. Uh, and it's, you know, pretty straightforward. Let's see. Let's see what he went with here, Matt. Are you ready for Donald J. Trump? <laughs> Donald J. Trump is ready for you. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> Donald J. Trump loves the great state of Texas. Just started USA chant. Yeah. And Texans love President Donald J. Trump. So he just literally starts repeating Trump's name over and over again because he figured out yeah. every time you say Donald Trump's name, they, mm -hmm. you know, they, uh, you know, they hear Trump, they go, woo. You know, they hear Abbott, they go, boo. So he said, yeah. I'll, just, I'll just start saying his name instead. Seems I to think work somebody, out okay for him. 
I'm off the top of my head. I read some reporter countered. I think he said it, Trump's name 60 times in 16 minutes. Uh, yes. And to my ear, every single one of them had the Donald J in it, which is like seems. I, I feel like he literally called him Donald J. Trump the first time mm-hmm. and they cheered as opposed to hissing mm-hmm. <laughs> for the mm-hmm. first time since he was up there. And so he just. He just went with that exact iteration of his name every time. You know, he found something that worked for him. Um, mm-hmm. So, so the whole uh, sorry, I was going to say the, the whole Trump rally was wild. Um, I saw interviews with flat earthers. Uh, Don Jr. was out there signing his dad's book, I guess, because his dad was too busy. All the people were still kissing him. Um, there were there were a couple speakers that said they were going to get Getter tattoos if enough people at the rally followed them on Getter, which is the you know the Trump's the, the Nazi social media site. And then they were, but they were interrupted by a pre-recorded message from Donald Trump plugging his book. Then they, then they, then our, then, then our, our homeboy, the big guy, came out and said, "Pardon everyone for January 6th, which is the news everyone's already already seen." But this was probably my favorite part. Uh, Matter all this clip. <laughs> They'll have to change the name of the Detroit Tigers because they don't want to. It's unfair to use the word tiger. You know, they're changing the name of the Cleveland Indians. <laughs> Can you believe that one? Can you believe that? They're changing the name of the Cleveland Indians. So I guess Tiger is probably at play also. Everything's at play. If you let these people get away with it, they'll destroy your whole country. Okay? It's crazy. This I, is this is not even worth making fun of, but like this is like the movement buying for Papaws. It's like buy buy Papaws for my Papaws. <laughs> it's like the yes. dumbest fucking complaint. Uh, Cleveland, we made a fun of this shit before, but sports teams change their name. It doesn't matter. It's not tearing your country apart to fucking rename the Cleveland Indians. Who gives a shit? Fuck you. Uh, but also, I it's like it. if he had said like the Kansas City Chiefs or Florida State Seminoles or something like that, mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay, I get what he's doing here. And I guess I still do because he is who he is. But like Tigers, what's the mm-hmm. Tigers are speaking out about their own oppression now i'm not saying we don't oppress tigers you know they're they're yeah. animals we oppress the shit out of tigers but i don't think they're like rallying to you know have their name stop uh being appropriated it's also not like it's not tiger's not a slur for a striped big cat that's just what it's called yeah you know so my wife lived in Singapore for a while, and uh, she refuses to go to zoos anymore because whenever she they visited a couple of zoos in, in, in Asia, yeah. and like those are basically open air zoos where you can walk up and pet the animals and take pictures of them. The reason you can do that is because they're heavily fucking sedated. Right. So yes, we do oppress tigers, which is they have actual problems, which is why they're not complaining about the name of the fucking. <laughs> Detroit baseball team. Also, they're tigers and can't talk and stuff. Yeah, yeah. there's that too. But if they could talk, they got bigger issues. So this kind of leads into, I do want to watch the the last one real quick because it's also related. It's this thing that's happening with them now where they're talking about how we are canceling everything, you know, Mm -hmm. that they like and also inventing shit that they don't like. And like the radical left is just out of control. We're trying to cancel tigers now. We, you know, we turn the M&Ms, not sexy anymore. Dr. Seuss, potato head, all that. Here is a new one right here from Candace Owens. Mm -hmm. New one to me anyway, about uh, Minnie Mouse. We've come and we're coming for Minnie Mouse's skirt. Yeah. Apparently. Apparently. This is why people don't take these people seriously. They're taking all of these things that 
nobody was offended by. It's like they have to get rid of them and destroy them because they're bored. You know, they're absolutely bored. They're trying to destroy fabrics of our society, pretending that there's issues. So everybody looks over here. Look at Minnie Mouse. Don't look at inflation, Jesse. Look at Minnie Mouse. The world is going forward yep. because you've got her in a pantsuit. Never mind that you can't get anything at the grocery store and you can't buy a piece of bacon unless you've got $30 in your pocket. At least we're addressing the real problem, which is yes. Minnie Mouse. So That's right. This I, we've gone off on this before, I know, but like it's so wild to me how like how kind of close she is to being self-aware or to being correct about it. You know what I mean? Because it's like mm-hmm. that's exactly how we feel. Yeah, we do have actual problems. Why are you all screaming about Minnie Mouse's pants? You know what I mean? Like you uh-huh. spend all this time on outrage shit that's just made up and is totally irrelevant instead of the things that matter, which is yeah. their argument for why we shouldn't put pants on Minnie Mouse or something. Yeah. And there's level to levels. The funniest joke I saw about this is somebody said they, they called Minnie Mouse a pantsuit, uh, Hillary, uh, Minnie Rodham Mouse, which I thought was funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the idea that she has a lot of things going on there. One, the idea that Disney put pants on Minnie Mouse for any other reason than to sell more Minnie Mouse dolls. And yeah. two, that it's part of an orchestrated campaign by the Biden White House, who I guess controls Disney. Right. To, I don't know. It doesn't fuck. I don't know. And even also, I, I just bought bacon the other day. It didn't cost me seven thirty dollars for bacon. So, yeah, it's almost yeah. like they're completely full of shit. So, on that <laughs> note, we'll get into uh, the first big topic today. It's related again. It's their newest uh, big conspiracy theory that's happening. Yeah, it's truly disturbing, Mark. So, yeah, critical horse theory is what we're going to talk about. So, <laughs> I, I ended up in a fun wormhole the other day trying to figure out what the fuck these people are talking about. Because Texas Monthly had this, I used to live in Texas, so I still follow a lot of Texas media. Uh, t- uh, Texas Monthly had this article uh, titled, Texas GOP Candidates' New Claim, School Cafeteria Tables Are Being Lowered for Furries. So, <laughs> <laughs> this article, this woman's running for the Texas State House, uh, just tweeted out this claim that the cafeteria table is being lowered for furries so they could you know, eat with their faces out of bowls because they're <laughs> identifying as cats and dogs. <laughs> now... <laughs> They called the school. They called up her to see what the fuck she's talking about, and she'd respond for comment. And then they call up the school and be like, "Hey, is this true?" And they're like, "Our tables don't even lower." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we couldn't so, do that if we wanted to do that. So the reporter Which we don't. Dug, yeah, so the reporter dug around trying to figure out what the fuck she's talking about. And she found this video from Michigan where a parent. Uh, it's not. This is just a Texas thing. A parent went to a school board meeting. And said this. So I was like, okay, this is the origin. Play the video of that, Matt. Agenda that is being pushed through our schools is um, just my opinion, but somewhat nefarious when it comes to some of the um, activities. So let's talk about fury, furries. <laughs> it was addressed by a child uh, a couple months ago that they are put in an environment where there are kids that are that identify as a furry, a cat or a dog, whatever. And so yesterday I heard that at least one of our schools in our town has a in one of the unisex bathrooms a litter box for the kids that identify as cats. And um, <laughs> I am really disturbed by that. And I, I will do some more investigation on that. I know it's going on nationwide. I know it is. It's part of the agenda that's being pushed. I don't, I don't even want yeah. to understand what? it. What? 
But I think that people That's what I'm saying. They're on to us, Mark. Really the cat, who's actually a child, is child out of the bag. Put in but, an environment like that. They know and, what we're trying um, to do. You know, I'm all for creativity and imagination, but when someone uh -huh. lives in a fantasy world and expects other people to go along with it, I have a problem with that. So I'm just putting that out uh, there. I will investigate more. Yeah, I bet you. Okay, will. so do some serious investigative uh, journalism here. This lady is. So the furries are an interesting community, and they do exist. They're people that sure. they, have, they, have, they have conventions where they dress up like animals and hang out together. But they, they I don't know any personally as far as I know. Uh, no judgment if any of you are furries. But they, so one of these reporters called up a furry uh, leader of a furry group and talked to them. And it was like, well, furries don't identify as animals. It's like it's like you, you dress up like, like, like uh, you know, Han Solo to go to Comic-Con. It's yeah. like you're a fan of Rocket Raccoon from Guardians of the Galaxy, so you dressed up as a raccoon. You do not identify as a raccoon. You don't no, want to live as a raccoon. You just want to have sex while dressed as a raccoon. Well, the Which sex part, <laughs> my understanding is that the, the horny sex people furries are a smaller, a much smaller, a smaller subset of them. It's not, it's not a sex thing for most of them. But regardless, okay. you still are a person who shits like a person and not in right. a fucking litter box. You don't demand a litter box. Also, so, like the idea that schools would accommodate that. Like, dude, my high school didn't even have doors on the stalls in the boys' bathroom. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, mm -hmm. you shit in front of the rest of them like a man. All right? Men shit in front of each other. We're going to do hide behind the door like a pussy. You know, like that. Like, and, of course, I went to Salina High School in Salina, Tennessee. But my point is the idea that these schools, I'm assuming public schools, would be bending over backwards for these, like, very demanding furry children that they have, you know, so many of. It's wild to me that people hear this shit and believe it because they clearly, the first lady in Texas, when they, at, she said she was, she's just relaying what she was told by a concerned parent. It's like, okay, mm -hmm. so you saw that on Facebook somewhere and yeah. then you just state it as fact, which is how all of this shit works. But it's wild it to me that they hear this and they're like, here they come. Here come the liberals turning kids into fucking sheep and stuff. Well, not dogs, literal sheep, wearing wool, fucking humping, doing all that stuff. We, we talked before about the critical race theory stuff about how like all this stuff is sort of so paranoid. It's like you've never actually talked to a teacher about what their day-to-day -day problems are like or what they're actually up to. Like the, the idea that they have the time to indoctrinate your children. But the, 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 but these people, it's like, have you met an actual kid? Because you live your whole life in middle school and high school trying to avoid being right. made fun of or having yeah. any sort of attention drawn to you. Like, you would not shit in the litter no. box in a public even, high school. Dude, even if you were dying to shit in a litter box. Like, again, yeah. I wouldn't even hardly shit at school. On no. the but there weren't no doors on the stalls. So, like, yeah, but, yeah, you fucking, yeah, that too, 100%. I'm sure there's, you know. There's probably some kids in high school out there really into that furry shit. And again, that's fine. But they're not yeah. going to be just parading yeah. that around, making demands that the school, you know, go out of their way to accommodate them for the reasons you just said. It's like that ain't mm -hmm. ain't how I remember high school working. <laughs> nobody in my high school showered after gym because nobody wanted to be seen with their pants off in front of right. them. Nobody wants to be made fun of that. Either you're going to drop trowel and fucking squat like a cat. And there's like a fox tail sticking out of your butthole yeah. or something. <laughs> you're just gonna, and you're just going to roll with that as a yeah. high school kid? Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know where yeah. old Mark Hell. That's what I'm saying. They hear these things and they're like, that's of course. Like they hear this and they're like, of course they are. Of course, that's yeah. what the the radical left. That's what they've done to these kids. Won't somebody please mm -hmm. think of the children? And it's just wild to me, being the type of person to hear something so outrageous like that, and just think to yourself, I knew it. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It's wild. Like they, 
they hear these stories on the internet, automatically believe them, and then assume it's the kids who are in a mental health crisis. Uh, right. So, so we, I thought, oh, I thought, oh, the Michigan thing's the origin of this story. Mm-hmm. Nope, it's not. Nor, it's neither the origin nor the end of it. Because buckle up, this is a story from late, uh, late last summer from Meade County, Kentucky, which is a population of twenty, uh, has a population twenty eight thousand southwest of Louisville. Headline: uh, Kentucky school district students are dressing and acting like cats. Do they know that that's actually just a cat? Like they know that's not. Yes. That's not a child with a cat suit on. That's just a cat. See, it seems yes. they've been misled to me, Mark. That's okay. So that's what's happened here. There's that, just some cats in the school, and they're like, "Oh fuck, that liberal kid's dressed up like a cat." Well, now I get it. Okay. Well, th- there's a few <laughs> funny things about that story, including that picture, because the source for this story is one concerned grandparent who said the kids were passing around pictures of people of kids dressed like cats. Now, if they had pictures of people dressed like cats, where is the fucking picture, right. lady? Yeah. Where is the picture? Because it's not in the news story. Also, yeah. fuck that news website uh, in in Kentucky. Um, so she hears this woman. <laughs> this woman's so funny. Uh, this is this concerned grandmother who asked to remain anonymous. I don't even know if she fucking exists. Apparently, from what I understand, they call furries. She said they identify with animals. These people will hiss at you or scratch you if they don't like something you're doing. Which is honestly fucking hilarious. Now, here's the extra funny thing with this. This story appears to actually have some truth to it because they call up the superintendent. This is where it's getting really, really funny. He said, a petition isn't needed. The costumes violate the school dress code. Quote, a small number of Meade County High School students have violated the dress code policy during the early part of the school year. They've been addressed consistently and the dress code policy will continue to be implemented for nobody. And then he told her, basically he told the reporter to fuck off. But so, <laughs> so some kids dressed. Here's what I got to tell you a quick story, Trey. So my buddy John, one of my best friends in high school, he decided to troll the teachers and see how crazy he had to act to be sent to counseling. So he he started off wearing paper bag shoes to school. We worked at we worked we worked at a grocery store together. He wore paper bag shoes to school. That didn't work. They just like oh John's being weird again. So he had his own Spanish book because his parents both taught in the school district, and he um he so his parents were teachers in the school where he's doing this shit. His mom was a guiding counselor at a middle at the middle school, so he knew oh, what he. That's, I think it's one of the reasons he's trying to get sent for to the guidance sure. counselor. Yeah, right. No way, his mom yeah. who knew he was acting. So he burned his Spanish book and kept pretending to read it in class. It was just charred ash, still nothing. <laughs> so then he found a dead lizard and he stapled it in the Spanish book. He uh, he named it Pepe and would drag it around on a leash, like talking to it like it was alive in his burned Spanish book in his paper bag shoes. They finally called him in the office to be like, John, we know you're not crazy. What the fuck are you doing? He's like, so, okay, so he quit. Anyway, these kids are trolling <laughs> and right. they set off a, a national yeah. moral panic. Um, and here's, here's how national. Dude, so- or maybe, but or I've seen, you know, I don't know what the kids are out here doing, Mark, but I know that there's like little like cat ear things that like you can, and it's not, it ain't full on furry shit. It's like an accessory. That has cat ears. Maybe it has LED lights on it or something yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's, it's possible that even if a couple girls saw some and thought they were cool and wore cat ears mm-hmm. to school and that's it, that mm-hmm. you still could end up in this scenario where it's like an yeah. epidemic of cats or kids believing they're cats now. Yeah, my, my wife's uh, easy, quickie uh, DIY Halloween costume is a pair of cat ears on a on like a hairband, and then a, a, a right. t-shirt with a leopard print that says "This is a cat costume." This might probably that level of cat outfit, right? Right. So, yeah. this is from that first Texas Monthly. This is nationwide. Okay, this is what we've discovered. Okay, so this that first Texas Monthly story included this little tidbit. 
In October, an Idaho talk radio station ran a report that said students who claimed to be furries were being excused from their homework because, quote, paws and hooves can't grip a pencil and struggle with the keyboard, end quote. <laughs> so... This now should that's be sign number one. Shit. If yes, that, if that one is ha- if that one has any truth at all, that's a hundred percent some your buddy John stuff right there. Yes, this and it's also like a- pretty fucking funny in my opinion. Yeah. And they're doing that. It's like why well, identify as a horse, and you know horses have hooves, so I can't possibly take yeah. the SATs or whatever. exactly. This, this feels like a TikTok <laughs> challenge. That's fucking yeah. you know, confuse the shit out of parents. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, they got somebody called the superintendent up and said, uh, he, he said, nobody's been disruptive during class and quote, uh, he added that such a claim would not exempt a student from ho- a student from homework. So of course it fucking wouldn't. <laughs> so anyway, this yeah. kid's plan to troll didn't even work. Uh, they, there was another, there's another report from, uh, uh, Iowa that school boards are considering placing litter box in the bathrooms in Canada. Our good friends in Canada are back again. Public school director took to the media to connect similar rumors in his community to a backlash around accommodations that his school recreated for transgender students. And there we are back to what this is actually about. Uh, uh, so anyway. Probably going to uh, use this to ban Animal Farm sometime soon, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Add it to the list of books you can't have because of furry panic or whatever. Yeah. All the rich and scary books got to go. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. This fucking, the, 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 kid, the kids are all right, man. A big fan of these kids. These parents are dipshits. <laughs> Yeah, All right. shit is wild. Okay, I wonder what it's it'll be next week. Man. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. not yes. Man, people are having too much fun. They're like, oh, they'll fix, they'll fix it soon. They'll get to something <laughs> suitably. Don't worry, we know this show is going to be something upsetting around the corner. Yeah, cops in Alabama, Mark, small town Alabama, up to some bullshit. Yeah, so this story uh, from some intrepid local reporters in Alabama uh, went national. Let's start with this uh, scene-setting clip from CNN, which picked up the story. If Matt, if you got it. The local media outlet AL.com, between 2018 and 2020, under Brookside Police Chief Mike Jones, income from fees and forfeitures increased by 640%. The outlet says the money amounts to half of the town's total income, or roughly $1.2 million. All right. So this is a town of 12, uh, 1,200 people 1200, just north of yeah. – Yeah. About half an hour outside of Birmingham. Um, they reported just 55 serious crimes to the state in an eight-year period. None of them were murders or rapes. Um, but, in, but still <laughs> – this town, uh, when their police chief got hired, he was the only cop in the town. They now have 14. Um, this town has six miles total of roads and a mile and a half of jurisdiction on Interstate 22. Uh, despite that, uh, they, they've made more misdemeanor arrests than it has residents in, in 2020. and went from towing 50 vehicles in 2018 to 789 in 2020, each carrying fines. That was a 1,500% increase in fines, 1.7 toes for every household in town. They started seizing cars during traffic stops, which doubled from 2018 to 2019. In 2020, they came close to $610,000 in revenue as 49% of the entire town skyrocketing revenue. Um, yeah, so this, this guy is really on one. Uh, it, it, by the way, the national average for cop, the ratio of cops uh, in the country is about one cop for every 600 residents. So that town now has 14 for 1,200. So that's a cop. That's about six times the cop to person so ratio. We, um, 
my town was like that, but I, and I don't know, I never, it never occurred to me that it might be some shit like this. I mean, I was just a kid and we just hated how many goddamn cops we had, but like Salina's, uh, around a thousand residents. Mm-hmm. And I don't know exactly, but between like county and city cops, when I lived there, I mean, I, I guarantee you it was at least 10 or 11. And there also was a highway patrol office in mm-hmm. Salina. So there were state troopers. Hey, I know I, we barely had highways, dude. There was no interstate mm-hmm. or nothing like that, but it was a, a lake town. So in the summer there were tourists and stuff. And I don't know, looking back, maybe they were pulling some shit like this too, fucking with the tourists a lot or something like that. Maybe it was, mm-hmm. I, I, it just always, we were just like, you know, this is horse shit. Why is there so many goddamn cops? But, like, I never considered what the actual reason was, but my town was mm-hmm. like that, too. So, might have uh, been some shit like this. I don't know. I'll, I'll show you some reasons of what they did with the money in a second, but some other stuff besides hiring a bunch of cops. But about, the, about that about that man, uh, that man personnel ratio, uh, this sheriff's – I, I want to give this guy some credit because he gets some pretty fire, quote, fire quotes in this article because he, he disapproves this policy. I want to make that clear before we read this quote because it sounds like he's excited about the idea. <laughs> What the sheriff said was, I could take over the whole country with numbers like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is fucking right. You could occupy a country with a 100 to 1 troop to pers- uh, uh, you know, uh, occupied people ratio. So anyway, getting back to how they'd spend that money. Uh, here's a clip from CNN about some shit they did. Remember, a town of 1,200 people. I need to tell you this for frame of reference. The only uh, corporate tax base in this entire town is a single dollar general. Yeah, they That's have. the only... Yeah. It, again, it's just like my hometown. They said there's no traffic lights, there's no retail or anything other than a Dollar mm-hmm. General. Again, it literally sounds exactly like Salina, where I'm from. Yeah. One Dollar General in this town, 1,200 people, and this is what they did with this money. Real, real, real Has stuff. a lot of cops to police it. Brookside is only about three miles long and has just over 1,200 residents. But the police here, they feel the need for at least three SWAT vehicles. Look Not only that. that, they also have a tank, which looks brand new. What the According- fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is so, so audacious, man. Like, I mean, of course, it ended up on CNN. Like, that shit is that is wild. What the hell are they doing I, with that tank? I'm not trying to pick on Alabama here, but like, they could use they could spend that money on schools. You look at uh, nationwide yeah. rankings for test scores and stuff. They could probably there are, there are places you could really use that money. Um, so. <laughs> The t- town with no traffic lights collected $500 in fines and forfeitures for every in 2020 for every man, woman, and child. Yeah, that because, is. But, you, but these are. Mo- it's mostly, isn't it? Mostly like out of town, tra- people driving through because there is, an interstate goes through or by this town, right? And I'm like reading the article and stuff. It's mm-hmm. like they're mostly harassing people that are coming well, through re- or like you know. Oh. Well, all that is not of, just coming from the residents. Like we talk about no, no, no. capita and stuff. They're well, like they, harassing um, outsiders a lot. Well, trade they don't unless you have out of state license plates. They don't know, and plus you have a year to change your license plate. You move, so they're just harassing fucking everyone regardless. And a bunch of lawsuits filed against them and complaints say that they're pulling over people miles outside of town. They're just hunting infractions that right. do and don't exist. And by the way, I want to say they don't exist. They need a ton of people in the uh, in these uh, in this article whose charges got eventually got dropped when they had the money to fight them. But most people don't have the money to fight them, which is the fucking problem. The point. Um, it, it's it's just like like they arrested a, car, a passenger in a car for not having her ID with her, which is not remotely a crime, right? Eventually, his charges got dismissed when she ra- went to court and raised her hand and said, "I didn't commit a crime." Like, oh yeah, you're right. We looked it up, and it's not a, not a crime. Um, one of the things they ticket about 500 people for was just driving in the left lane, right? Um, mm. Not speeding, not blocking traffic, 
just existing in the left lane. Now, Alabama did pass, and this, this kind of hits for me, because I don't like people to drive, slow down traffic by driving the left lane. They did pass an anti-road rage bill in the middle of that stretch where they pulled over all those people, making it illegal to block the left lane for more than a mile and a half. But the cops in court, when questioned, openly admitted they didn't fall on that far. So they did have no idea if they even broke the fucking law. Uh, anyway, the thing, another thing you, you know they're doing, you know they're doing, another way you know they're doing something fucked up is they, um, in the police reports, they use code names. This yeah. one police report, they call themselves Agent JS and Agent AR. Now, hopefully those are initials and not AR short for AR-15, but I don't <laughs> right. fucking know. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, you can't you know agent shit too. Like it's not officer or deputy or whatever. It's agent. Cause that's agent. smart. That's way yeah. more bad. Agents are cooler yeah. than deputies. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that. So it's I, agent I, code name. I, I cannot like, okay. So one of the things here we talked about before, we used to be a reporter and sometimes people will complain about the stuff that's in a newspaper saying, well, how do you, why do you have this person's address? Why do you say where they live? Why do you say there's so many details of the crime? Those come from arrest warrant affidavits and search warrant affidavits which are documents the government has to file to make its case to the public, letting them know why they're using state authority to crush a person, right? Mm-hmm. You can't just arrest people and put a fake name on a fucking government document. You have to say who you are and what they're what you're accusing them of. If you're too chicken shit to do that, go do another job. Uh, go be the security guard of that Dollar General. Uh, it's only got one of them, but they've been shoplifted all to hell. But the, uh, God, this story drives me crazy. Here's another element of this. Um, what they were doing to squash dissent, besides having a fucking tank and a count of twelve hundred, count of twelve hundred people, was they were scrolling social media and threatening people with arrest who complained about the cops on Facebook. Um, so, they, this woman complied, posted on Facebook. She's in the other article, the first article too. But um, she said what she did was she uh, was she flashed her lights at someone to let them know they were they were approaching a speed trap. Some cops saw her. They charged her in an unmarked SUV, uh, came bounding out of an unmarked clothes. They couldn't even tell she was a cop, took her phone away from her, destroyed it, threatened to arrest her. And then she, and they did ticket her when she, um, complained about it on Facebook. They said, they said her Facebook posts were threats. She had incited a riot and slandered the Brookside police department in her Facebook posts. And this cop told her that quote, his police chief was mad. You don't get to arrest people because you're fucking mad. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, uh, not supposed to God. work. It's also, it's fun. Uh, they've got so many cops that they've, some of them are patrolling Facebook, you know, not just the street. Like, it's like what? fucking cops and over eating a donut, talking shit on Facebook. It's like, what are you doing? I'm on patrol. I got, uh, I got the Facebook beat today, making sure to squash this dissent and, you know, intimidate the citizens. Right. Here's a, here's a small tip to the cops out there. The whole reason you scroll social media at work is to fucking not do work. <laughs> Stop <laughs> harassing people on Facebook because you think it's part of your job. Uh, anyway. Yeah, um, but it ain't just a job, Mark. It's a passion. It's a way of life, yeah. buddy. Yeah. It's, a, it's what you yeah. understand about it. It's, a, yeah. it's deeper than that. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, brought up the problems with that, you know, the underfunding of schools and stuff all over the South, especially now, uh, you know, Alabama's one of the worst. And uh, so that, I thought this part of the story was fairly poignant. Um, here's a quote, another quote from that CNN story where they interviewed this woman from a, who's an activist. Nelson, with the social justice nonprofit Alabama Appleseed, says Alabama doesn't generate enough revenue from taxation. So public policy incentivizes cities and counties to get that revenue another way. And the path of least resistance is very often ticketing people for low-level offenses. 
Brookside residents wonder if yep. these old tactics will continue under a new chief. Nelson, oh, the social justice nonprofit, Alabama Appleseed. Well, yeah, yeah there you so, have it. Corporations and rich people don't want to pay taxes, so costs don't make enough money. So what they do is they steal it from other people whose other services are underfunded. That's basically just the story. Because he was like, so they said, Ain't what they, the America? Cop, yeah, <laughs> the fees are making some quick back of the envelope math here. The, 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 those fees are making up six hundred thousand dollars of the city's one point two million dollar budget, right? Let's say, like you like you said, they're probably taking a bunch of out of town people too. Let's say three hundred thousand of that comes from people in town. Let's say half, only half. Twelve hundred people live there. So was that close to $3,000 a person, man, woman, and child coming out of their pockets mm-hmm. to buy the cops' fucking tanks? This is not a rich right. city. These are people going dead broke to buy the cops' toys. Yeah. And um, But Mark, think news- about how cool the that tank looks in the homecoming parade, you know, when they <laughs> put a nice float on it, you know, a bulldog or whatever the mascot is, roll it down the, the town square. It's going to be pretty, that's going to be pretty sweet. You know, we didn't have a tank in our homecoming parade and this town does. So, you know, you should think about that. Maybe that's how we sell this <laughs> is like to, to people by, by reordering our priorities to things that make sense. It's like if we sold the tank, yeah. we could buy the high school football team's pads. Right. Right. Yeah. And then we win more football games. The roll tide, baby. Come on, man. Yeah, Alabama. Alabama. That's right. Everything comes <laughs> um, back to football. Anyway, after the story came out last week, the police chief suddenly resigned. They won't say why because they say it's a personnel matter. I'm madly, I imagine they're trying to like squash some of the heat from this because Lieutenant Governor has come out and requested an audit, audit of Brooksdale's uh, town and police force. And lawmakers across party lines have called for bills to help curb small town policing for profit on Alabama interstates. So maybe some good could come of this fucking horse shit. Um, but they were. This is six years after Ferguson, and if you remember the federal crackdown on Ferguson uh, after the you know uh, uh, the murder there, and uh, people dug into their finances, showed they were doing the same kind of shit, arresting everybody so they could buy themselves toys and get themselves raises. And uh, the federal government cracked down on Ferguson, which led to a nationwide revolt of cops who said they were going to arrest every anybody if they weren't allowed to arrest anybody they want. So here we yeah. go again. Circle of time is a flat circle. Um, absolutely. Um, yeah. All right, Matt, you can start throwing up some comments and stuff as you see them. I would like to remind everybody, look at this. I'm remembering on my own, <laughs> like, and subscribe and all that stuff. Hit the like, you know, leave a, if you're on the audio version, leave us a five-star review, all that, uh, all that good shit. We really appreciate it. It helps us out algorithms and whatnot, computer stuff. Y'all know how it is. I don't, but anyway, yeah. Hit the like button. Be awful cool of you. And, um, Mark, you were going to. You're going to yeah. say something about the Supreme Court deal or waiting on this? <laughs> yeah, we're waiting on comments. Uh, so the argument about su- the Supreme Court uh, qualifications and Biden's hypothetical nominee who's going to be a black woman. I, I, I read the woman's uh, most likely uh, the most likely nominee's name. I can't remember off the top of my head. It's like uh, not. Yeah, I can't remember it either. I don't want to try it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but that's sort of beside the point. I haven't read much better background, but Amy Coney Barrett had never tried to create a case, had never been a judge before 2017. She's in the court. Because let's circle back here. There are no constitutional requirements to be a Supreme Court justice. The idea that you have to be some sort of genius to sit on the Supreme Court. And by the way, just because this one person is a black woman, she could absolutely be a genius. I'm tired of even fucking having that discussion about like whether they can't be qualified if you set some parameters. So the this um, law blogger like named Lawyers, Guns, and Money broke down this fucking the math of it. And basically, they were making the argument that being a Supreme Court justice is a really easy fucking job, <laughs> which okay. it really is. You don't have to try cases. You go to work for six months a year, two days a week. Your clerks do all your writing. 
you do have to know some stuff about the law, but most, but when they, when they say qualifications, what they want are people who are overqualified. See, to the point, they, in a specific way, they see everything in these sort of abstractions that are hypothetical and not what they're doing to people's lives on the ground. I would much prefer a regular person with a community college degree or a bachelor's degree and no legal training whatsoever who would sit up there and hear some fucked up shit that a corporation or a cop did and be like, man, that's fucked up. we got to stop that. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to somebody being like, well, actually, according to the case of 1824, you need to have this, the test for this case. Is, yeah, I, don't, I don't fucking care. Stop the fucked up shit and let it, let the, you know, yeah. Anyway, they, but they, they want us to think they're super qualified genius wizards. So when they do something counterintuitive that ruins our lives, we just assume they must have the credibility to do it. It's part of building the mystique of the institution. I think it's bullshit. If they suck, they suck. If they're good, they're good. That's the end of it. Yeah. Right on. Linda Allwell Medina from Facebook says DeSantis is refusing to denounce the Nazis that were protesting in Orlando this mm-hmm. weekend. Well, you know, good people on both sides, Linda. That's uh, We all heard <laughs> yeah. that. No, I don't. But DeSantis, he's, yeah. uh, that's kind of par for the course for him, I feel like. Well, he's in a buy because a lot of a lot of conservatives in Florida are Jewish. So yeah. uh, <laughs> a bunch of a bunch of Nazis to have protested in Orlando, and he was asked about it, and he instead said, "I'm not falling into this political trap where Democrats are trying to play games." That was essentially the crux of it. Meanwhile, his direct his political trap of denouncing Nazis. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. ah, ah, you're not going to get me with that old chestnut. I know yeah. better than to denounce Nazis. I'm a conservative. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Anyway, his, his, dire- hard. <laughs> his director of communications essentially said it was a false flag operations by liberals to trap DeSantis into like being this really rock and a hard place spot where he has to either denounce Nazis or look like one. Right. Doesn't seem like that big of a trap to me. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Seems like a pretty straightforward decision. Mm-hmm. Ah, false flags. Again, Dave, we're just we're really excelling at false flags recently. Between that, between all these false flags and turning all these kids into fucking pot belly pigs and stuff, like, I don't know how we, any of us have time to do anything else, you know? Well, that liberal she, agenda really going strong lately. Uh, any thoughts on Joe Rogan? Uh, my main thought is, like, we as a culture uh, get caught up in thinking about specific people way too much. Like, I, like I, I here's here's a big meta takeaway. The people, the reason people yell at Spotify over this shit like this is because the government's completely non-responsive. Like I'm not saying the government's doing anything about Joe Rogan. I'm saying we take all our frustrations out of private companies because your vote changes nothing. Politicians don't do anything whether when you tell them to, but you can take five dollars a month away from Spotify. That's all. That's all you can do. So that's why people take it out on Spotify. I don't listen to him. In, I mean, I haven't in years. Um, it, it, but like I know, I, I, I feel like. And I don't know, maybe this isn't the point or whatever, but even if like Spotify got rid of him, he'd probably arguably it'd be hitting even harder. That was Tracy Martinson who said that. Suzanne Bryant mm-hmm. says Joe Rogan who? So like what I mean is he was huge before Spotify. He's limited somewhat to Spotify <laughs> now. If he got kicked off by Spotify, it's not really gonna affect him or anything he does. No. And I don't and I don't think that he should be like censored by the i don't think he should be like completely shut down by the fucking government or whatever because you know we got free speech and shit so i don't really like yeah I see, that's right i, I don't so, see too much of a point i mean in it i guess like you, censor, censorship's the wrong way to frame it to me because i think what the question people are asking especially artists who we talked last week about this a little bit are getting fucked by uh spotify because they artists get nothing from spotify Right. Um, it's like 0.001 cents per stream. And even of that, most of it goes to the record company. So it's like, why are you paying 
Joe Rogan $100 million and not paying musicians anything is really the, because it's hard, they're paying, they're not, no one's asked them to take Joe Rogan off. It's more like a question, what was a business decision to pay him $100 million? Now, I, I don't pocket what, well, I don't know. It, it's tough to wait. Like all this is like you get into abstractions and stuff. I think people shouldn't do vaccine misinformation. Um, Rogan's a mixed bag because uh, he shouldn't be doing uh, COVID disinformation, but also nobody else with that big of an audience is bringing on uh, somebody to talk about the prison industrial complex for three hours or Palestinian oppression for three hours. I used to, before COVID-19, I was pretty big, or I would have been, if anybody ever asked me about it, which fewer people were doing at the time, a pretty big apologist for Rogan's podcast because I thought a lot of that at the time, that gateway to the alt-right stuff he was being accused of wasn't really fair because he also would do... He would fucking have Bernie on and have a really great interview or whatever. And like yeah. his defense was like, you know, I bring on people for all these different points of view and whatnot. I mean, it felt to me like he genuinely did. And also I was like, if you listen to that fucking Alex Jones interview with Joe Rogan and your takeaway is like, <laughs> oh, man, this Alex Jones is making a lot of good points. Then like you were already a lost cause because the dude is yeah. a fucking lunatic as far as I'm concerned. So I used to be I used to kind of defend him but COVID-19 as it has to so many people in this country has just like you know made it way like I, I'm not going to do any of that now with all this COVID-19 shit because he's he's definitely he's clearly like drawn a line in the sand at this point it feels like yeah. you know it's not like it used to be with him and it's you know it is harmful and everything and people have a good point you know and I just don't know like I said COVID made a lot of people crazy I guess y'all well, one of them. <laughs> I think I think COVID <laughs> is true colors, whatever. I think COVID. I, mean, I was trying to think of a way to phrase that, frame this earlier, but like, I I like crazy people in my life. I enjoy iconoclasts and contrarians. I am myself one at in certain times, but in a time like a pandemic that requires collective action from virtually everybody to bring it to an end, they're not particularly helpful, which is why people get extra mad at them. In typical times, I love listening to people that I disagree with. I can't tell you the number of uh, my favorite rappers who are absolutely conspiracy theorists. I got a buddy who doesn't believe in dinosaurs. He's really fun to argue with. I, right. I but, <laughs> but right now, it feels like you shouldn't be peddling uh, yes. COVID disinformation. I, even, right. in, even in the just asking questions sort of thing. That um, is pretty yeah. much how I feel about it too, yes. Because I also used to find that shit mostly entertaining. But it just, mm. it has, it just has a different context and a different kind of feel now. And yeah. it ain't really the same thing anymore. So, yeah, yeah no, I'm with you on that. So, can this, have, yeah, sorry. can this die? I'm saying that right from YouTube says, guys, Ukraine... Was that last week we talked about Ukraine? Yeah, the week before. We talked for a while about Ukraine last week. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't have any that we're we're dumb about it. It just feels yeah. like if Russia wants to do some shit to Ukraine, they're probably just going to, and no one else will do anything about it. It's probably what's well going to happen. It's going to be but, if an invasion happens, it's going to be one hell for the Ukrainian civilians. And uh, to uh, not pleasant for the Russian army because we're in the thing today about how if they think Russia is going to be a cakewalk, I mean, Ukraine's going to be a cakewalk, like, uh, you know, uh, what's the Crimea or Afghanistan, uh, you know, was that it's like not going to, I mean, Afghanistan was a cakewalk at first, resistance built up later. But the idea that like Russia, we, we just gave Ukraine a bunch of surface air missiles, Poland gave them a bunch of artillery. They're going to be in the fight and it's not going to be, 
pleasant to the, they're not going to walk into Kiev and, and yeah, they ain't going to make it easy for them for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just, just a really shitty situation all the way around. Obviously, you know, wish Russia yeah. would chill out, but <laughs> I don't know. They don't seem to be too into that. Old Putin, not the most chill I mean, guy. If there's a lesson here, it's that countries might want to think about allowing sociopathic megalomaniacs to take power. They might send your kids to war for no fucking reason. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, listen, thank you all for watching. Again, you go to wellreadcomedy.com for tickets and whatnot. If you want to see me live, you can go to weeklyskews.com, get you a shirt. And uh, we got some things in the works over here at the SKUs. We'll let y'all know about for long. We're just in, just... We're looking forward to the future here. We hope you are, you all are as well. We will see you next time right here. So you love you. Bye.